if I'm gonna if I'm gonna kick the advertising board, I'm not doing a gritty before I do it. I can tell you that. Okie dokie, that bourbon is okie. Here we go with another episode of The Four Man Wall, a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host, Jashan, and joining me from the always sunny eastern suburbs, he is beautiful, the Melbourne City mega fan, Andy Gibson. Uh, thanks, Jashan. That's a very flattering uh, introduction you've done for me there. Very appreciative. Uh, I assume you've just done that to lift my spirits after Melbourne City's performance on the weekend, but I'll take it nonetheless. <laughs> Oh, mate, we'll spend plenty of time tonight talking about Melbourne City's performance uh, on the weekend. I'm, I'm very sure much looking will. forward to it. <laughs> uh, Damo was unfortunately at work tonight, so the third voice you're going to hear, he is a roadman. It's Nicholas. Roadman, and that sounds like cultural appropriation, and I do not consent to that. Also, Jashana, I once again um, question, why do you call it the always sunny eastern suburbs when that fucking South East got absolutely pummeled by the wet weather yesterday? Yeah. And we got did. all the severe weather warnings and all the all the fallen trees. Uh, it, it, uh, the western suburbs were bloody sunny compared to the southeast. I think you need to look at a weather map and look at like where all the rain goes in <laughs> Melbourne. If you actually look, all the reservoirs are on the eastern side of the of the metropolitan area. Um, so that's where the oh, dividing range is. You have a town planning degree, dude. And, you have a town planning degree. Talk about reservoirs right now. And, and, <laughs> and, and if you if, if you actually drive to like an area in the western suburbs, all the grass is yellow because it gets it's overexposed to the sun because it's always sunny. Your dog. I don't drive, so I wouldn't know, but I do know that all the rich people live in the eastern suburbs, and uh, thus <laughs> and they're miserable and rich in the rain. So rich people live here in London, and it's fucking miserable there too. So. Plenty to talk about today. It's the day of romance. It is Valentine's Day, so you know, happy Valentine's Day to you boys. Love you, of course. Love you too. We are gonna give out some Valentine's Day gifts to each of the A-League teams. We're gonna split the wall, but first things first, football occurred. There were games. Andy, you were not here last week, too busy on your own little romantic trip down to Warwick. Well, we, no one was here last week. This is true. This is a good point. There's some unfortunate scenes. <laughs> Apologize to all of our numerous fans for that. Some technical difficulties got in the way of uh, posting last week, but sorry, we're back sorry, Alex. with a vengeance today. Henry. Yes, and Henry, <laughs> the two of them, correct. But uh, Andy, what game do you want to talk about first? Pick one, run it. Well, um, I would like to avoid talking about City games, so let's go for the, um, <laughs> the Adelaide United game uh, on the Friday night. I did, I did watch that one. Yeah. And, um, that was a, a very good quality game. Three all, Perth Adelaide. Oh yes. Yep. Yeah, three all. Uh, yeah, entertaining affair. Bit of a goal fest. Um, yeah, good quality mm. match. Decent crowd, although not as quite as big as um, what Cooper Stadium's probably used to seeing on, uh, on on Friday nights. There, the crowd seemed to have dropped off a little bit, but they still still provide a you know above average crowd for the A League, I'd say. 100%, 100%. We'll be talking crowds later as well, but um, this game involved the 98th-minute equaliser from Adelaide and uh, Panagiotis Kikianis. That's a lot of extra time. Andy, the referees make a mistake. With the extra time? Like, the added time? Yes. Um, how much of the of it there was? 
I don't think so. Uh, I think, like, watching it in the moment, it didn't stand out to me as being uh, unreasonable for, you know, for what happened in the in the second half. So it is probably on the more generous side, I guess, of, of added time. But um, mm. I don't think it's anything to, you know, get too worked up over. No, though. nothing to get enraged about. But in terms of the uh, actual football, what stood out to you? Who were the stars? Who were the letdowns, etc.? Ibasuki was good early. His, um, he got the opening goal, I believe. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, David Williams came <laughs> on. excused. Uh, Made a, a good late ca- a good late cameo in about halfway through the second yeah. half. So uh, yeah, he scored a nice goal and um, sort of lifted lifted Perth Glory up again, got him back into the game. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty pretty even contributions across the across the park. Really, it was just a, a good all round entertaining game of football to watch. Yeah, it's nice to see Perth Glory kind of stringing together a few decent results. Um, with all this news surrounding them, that an owner could be on the way, right? Like, in theory. Yeah, they seem to be sort of putting that, um, you know, putting that aside when they get out on the pitch lately, which is um, which is good mm. to see for them because um, I think now more than ever they they need their uh, on-field results to, to go their way more often than not to keep the fans uh, sticking with them and, um, yeah, getting closer towards that uh, ownership, hopefully. Amen to that, brother. What about you, Nicholas? Was there a game that really stood out to you as worth talking about, worth chatting? A real highlight. Kansas City Chiefs taking it in Fuck. time. Taylor Swift's boyfriend getting the dub. <laughs> okay. Travis Kelsey Travis is Taylor more than just Taylor good. Swift's boyfriend, but thank you. So, I don't know about this. Like, American football is really up and coming, guys. We should we should see if there's a like some sort of league... Like American football, like A League. <laughs> Maybe that's kind of like the NPL, like America's NPL or something. It's like they're ah yeah, yeah of course up and comers. I wonder if they have um, you know, um, New Jersey Croatia club. I'm sorry, <laughs> did you just compare the NFL to the NPL? <laughs> the NFL yeah, being one of the most watched up. sports on the planet. I'd say it's a fairly accurate, you know, comparison, wouldn't you? I reckon the second on, year mate. of the N- <laughs> I reckon the second year football in Australia, Australia, um, like the NPL, would have a higher following than the next equivalent tier. In um, no, no, in, in college NFL. football. Oh college no, no, football but college football's not a tier part. down. College football's a, um, a pathway. Like if you could, there's no after college, there's no second tier. Oh, and I know nothing about American sport, but I'd say NPR has a bigger following in the VFL, um, except maybe like in the fine, like talking locally now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be curious to see if that following, you know, bleeds over into the national second division when that starts up in theory next season with, you know, some clubs like Preston and whatnot joining. I, I, uh, the games I enjoyed this week yes. were uh, Sydney FC, Central Coast, a bit of an upset. Mm-hmm. Quite. Quite the upset. Mm. Huge upset. Um, yeah. And I also enjoyed uh, the Western Sydney Newcastle Jets game. That was um, controversy to the T on yeah. and off the field. Uh, it was, uh, it takes a swig of his drink. Hey, <laughs> 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 got to keep hydrated. Is that a brand sponsor? 
Serious, mate. Got to get behind the sponsors. But we've got Asahi as a sponsor. We'd be getting yeah. paid a lot more money than we currently do, which is zero. But no, <laughs> our sponsor is a Bad Shepherd Peanut Butter Porter because I like to drink fancy beer. What is that? Oh, that yes. sounds like shit. <laughs> peanut butter? It's actually really fucking good. It's peanut butter flavored beer and it's really said, fucking good. Pickle beer was good and it wasn't. Pickle beer is fucking amazing. Fucking shit. Uh, you're having a laugh. It, it fucking tastes like a cheeseburger. Right, yeah, damn straight. Do you like cheeseburgers? No. What's wrong with you then? You just you have the palate of a five year old. The fucking palate of a five year old would be cheeseburgers. No, I'm talking like proper cheeseburgers, like that you buy at a fancy, you know, diner where they have like mm. you know, weird lights and candles and everything's wooden, and the cheeseburger costs twenty two dollars. Hey, yeah, if I'm going to a proper diner, I'm getting the bloody chicken burger. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, fine. Cage chickens. Pulled, How do you maybe think, a pulled, what do you think about that? Oh, I'm on your side with that. We're digressing. But I really, I think the winners of this week uh, were Wellington Phoenix, in my opinion. Mm. They uh, they got the, it was a six-point weekend for them, I'd say. Get the three points, and then their competitors uh, stayed stagnant. Yes. So I think yes. they're five Ooh, clear now. And that's yeah. despite, I think, um, Zavada not playing, right? Because he's injured again, I'm fairly certain. Um, and I was also found out um, that uh, David Old is actually quite young. Oh. Ben Old. Is it David Old or Ben Old? I don't know, but that's fantastic. One day he'll be old, but currently he's right, quite young. <laughs> and Jamie Young is old. <laughs> yes, yeah, Jamie Young is very, very old. But yeah, you mentioned the Western Sydney drama... Um, I don't know what exactly happened in this game, but there's been lots of stories around Marco Rudan and his recent criticism of referees in the league. So the background is, he had his massive outburst the week before, after the MacArthur game. And it kind of looks like it's kind of like, you know, whistling, like, whistling to, like, you know, the vogue, like, like rallying of the troops like on this, yep. like, whole conspiracy against Western Sydney. And it doesn't help when you have players making brain fades. Red card might have the first red card might have been OTT, but they weren't playing particularly particularly well either. Neither was Newcastle. Western uh Western the RBB had the Marco Rudan leading by example banners filled out. I'm not too sure how much leading by example is when like you're name dropping referees in press conferences <laughs> and saying that they're, they're like a liability to your club. Uh, it's kind of like whistling to the wrong crowd, and um, and then you have the chair or someone pretty high up in the Western Sydney uh, Wanderers. The owner, Paul Lederer. The owner. Mm-hmm. The owner. The owner. I thought he was the or is he both? A very rich man. Yeah. <laughs> regardless, and he had an outburst. Yeah. He had an outburst, howling the four referees. It's. I think it's a bit disappointing behaviour because. Uh, Australian football really needs referees, um, and the same mm. crisis is going to be coming like the AFL too. It's not unique to like to football. Yeah, true. Especially in the social media. But do you age. think when they make bad decisions, because that first red card was garbage in my opinion? Like, yes, there's a push, but it's not like a brutal red card type level push. Like, do the referees just not ever get criticised? Like, where's the line here? Well, yeah. yeah. They should be criticised, but they should be criticised through the appropriate avenues. You don't fucking go up to them and start howling down their neck. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, enough. like, but then, like, if there is genuine 
issues with the refereeing standards and the A-Leagues need to like give the coaches avenues to raise concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it, it's like in the age of social media, I think it's like there's going to be like, it's like once the current refereeing stock like retires, not going to be many people replacing them. It's just, just pure econ- like mathematics. Like it's not enough. Like the Stephen Conroy or I think Stephen Conroy Football Australia put out statement saying that they're losing refereeing numbers. And you got to be critical of referees and their and their and their and their performance, but you can't like go attacking them because, yeah, like <clears throat> what, what, what's, what's like it's going to be no game. Yeah, no, I tend to agree. It's it's a tough one because I, I do believe that referees, you know, if they make a bad decision, should be criticised. I think that's just you know keep people accountable one hundred percent. But at the same time, I guess the scenes recently haven't been all that good but we also see we see coaches criticize referees all the time in press conferences so i don't really understand why rudan is getting scapegoated the way he is like rumor has it that he's seriously considering walking out because he's so pissed off right now with the way he's getting treated by the apl and fa and all that kind of stuff um which i think would be a loss of the league because he's a good coach and he's a you know he's an entertaining figure shall we say mm, yeah he's definitely it really shouldn't get to this yeah he's a character it shouldn't get to that doesn't level. want anything yeah i suppose so what do you reckon it, 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 even rado won a premier's play <laughs> right, that's very true honestly melbourne city you guys have missed rado bring him back he's, <laughs> he, he's the man who should be right rado is yeah but uh the game I wanted to talk about, and I'm sorry, Andy, but I got to do it. Brisbane Raw. Uh, we'll five be back in one. about twenty minutes, boys. I've got to go and do some <laughs> Five one, fellas, over Melbourne City, over at Suncorp. I did not see this coming, and I got to tell Ruben Zakovic, he is the chosen one, best coach <laughs> going. Fraud, <laughs> fraud for so many reasons. You fucking, you since day one of this podcast have not backed Ruben. I've been the only one backing Ruben. Guess what? You're not invited. Ruben Zadkovich, when he lifts the championship with Brisbane Rwanda, he's going to go into his wallet and he's going to check his receipts. He's going to check who backed him. Your name's not going to be there. You're a fraud, mate. You're done for. I'm sick of casuals like you thinking you know you don't even have a Paramount Plus subscription. You don't know anything about the A-League, okay, mate? You just you just thought you'd be edgy and cool. And on day one of this podcast, you're like, Zadkovic is a fraud. Well, guess what? You're not a true believer, unlike me. Zad Ball's the real deal, okay? He was that... If, if, if anyone before Zadkovic, uh, Ross Alo- Aloisi, uh, Ben Khan... Uh, and the other one in between. How <laughs> yes. come they were able to get no goals out of Waddy? Waddingham, Corey Brown. Well, Waddy, Waddy's barely been playing. And Waddy, yeah, I well, think, did score a goal. Zadkovic knows how to tap into the talent. I'll tell you. To, he knows how to tap into the talent. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly why Brisbane beat Melbourne City 5-1. And yes, we played well. And it's nice to see Waddy scoring goals. It's nice to see Yelich scoring goals. But Melbourne City were dog water. Absolute garbage. Cheeks. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some other insults, but I've lost. I've lost. It was terrible. Curtis Good. He's officially he's officially Curtis Bad. Jimmy Jago looked like he was just there collecting paychecks. Didn't even try. I thought he was going to be good. He was shit. 
Scotty Galloway out of his depth on the on the right flank. I thought very disappointed. Uh, what's going on, Andy? What? Why are Melbourne uh, City this bad right now? Honestly, that was one of the worst performances I think I've ever seen them play uh, in many years, mm. and that's yeah. So I don't say that lightly, but fuck, it was a hard watch. And um, why yeah, are the scissors there, Nicholas? What are yeah, you doing? <laughs> trying to put me off. Oh no, mate. Um. Yeah, the defense was just non-existent. I'm getting you right now. Like, especially yeah. the the first half, there was just like, you know, the under twelve stuff. There's just no pressure on the ball and. Um, Andy, you're not doing this right. You're, you're you're being too reasonable. Follow my lead. Hey, it's a conspiracy against Melbourne City. <laughs> tax. I tell you, it's a tax. It's 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 just equalization measures for being too good. You get yeah. these guys. You create. Pure talent like Marco Tilio, and I don't care he's back. We created Marco Tilio. I don't care if you play for Sydney FC. We <laughs> created Marco Tilio, Aidan O'Neill, Geordie Boss, and we get Tommy Glover. We get Pillage. We lose all these guys because we're too good at producing talent. And guess who we get stuck with? <laughs> Maroon Jackalish. Maroon Jackalish. He hasn't been the worst of our problems. I mean, well, he hasn't been, play, he hasn't played that much this Paul year. Paul Gay Paul Gay yeah, not so. playing because he said something bad to someone. Yeah, well, Aiden O'Neill would never say anything bad. Maybe. Yeah, I do enjoy you yeah, uh, battling off those those names of the past, Nick. It does warm my heart and take me back to happier times. So, always happy to hear those names anytime on the pod. In but, all seriousness. Yeah. Such high squad turnover. What did you expect, honestly? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like we all we all knew going into this season that it wasn't going to be smooth sailing as it has been the last three years. And um, you know, I I don't think uh, many city fans would have you know wholeheartedly said, yeah, we're going to go and win the championship and win the premiers plate uh, this year as much as much as we would have hoped. But um, yeah, no matter who you bring in and what they've done in the past and the, the individual talent, it's always going to be hard and it's going to take a lot of time for sure. a new team to gel and, um, yeah, be successful. So, yeah, it's probably... Pull up the season predictions, Deshaun. The season Pull predictions. Pull up, Jamie. <laughs> I, can, I can give it a go. But, I mean, it is fun. Brisbane and Melbourne Sydney now are both are equal on 21 points apiece. So it's going to be fun to see which of our teams... Pulls it together as the uh, season carries on. True. I reckon and... City need to drop into the bag. Ruben Zadkovic, head coach, 2024-2025 season. Well, it's, it's interesting you ask that question because my first burning question of the night does pertain to the Melbourne City coaching situation because, quite frankly, it seems like Vidmar won't be staying past this season, if not sooner. I've seen a lot of people debate this online, but my burning question is very simple, and I'm going to ask you, Andy, who would you want to see take the mantle up at Melbourne City moving forward? Jeez, that's a, a tough question, and um, it's hard to know where to start, really, but um, mm. yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. Like, Vidmar hasn't been there long. Um, I know he's only, only a caretaker till the end of the season, so it wasn't you know, uh, going to be a long-term thing from the start. But you'd like to think that he at least lasts the rest of this season to start with because um, I just don't yep. think it would do us any good 
you know, getting a new coach sooner and more turnover and more instability. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but hopefully he stays till the end of the season. Um, but, yeah, in terms of beyond him, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's wide open. Um, I don't have anyone in particular in mind. I'd, I'd love to see, uh, you know, the fairy tale come true and get Paddy Kisnorbo back to the club one day. But it's not happening. There you go. You heard it, you heard it here first. Not happening. Uh, but uh, that that's the fairy tale. But who knows? Maybe uh, maybe we'll make a better offer to to Zadkovic at the end of the season than Brisbane um, Brisbane can offer, and we'll lure him over here. We'll see. <laughs> I'll tell you who you should sign: Warren Moon. Warren Moon. I hear he's available. Fuck off. You shit. <laughs> <laughs> Zadkovic has had a better era at Brisbane Raw than Warren Moon, and it's only been two weeks. <laughs> in three weeks, Nick. Pull your head out. Why does my camera always go out of focus? Sorry. Uh, it's okay, Nick. Don't worry about it. Don't stress. You still look gorgeous. Okay. Oh, um, I, I, I have seen some rumours. Maybe uh, maybe an Arthur Pappas. No. Maybe a Scotty Jamison. Scotty Jamison. Oh. I don't know if he's, if he's ready to be head coach. Maybe, but he only yeah. just retired the end of last season. We'll see. That's correct. What about Darian Vitisic? Coaching the yeah, women's at the moment. yeah, he's still coaching yeah. the women's, and they're flying. So um, that's just that's what happened with uh, Patrick Isnorba. He was he coached the women's seat, uh, side to three premier plates in a row. Who was that assistant coach that we had for a while that went to India? Cool. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yeah. Des Buckingham. Is that the one? Yes, Buckingham. Des Buckingham. Yeah. Get him. Yeah. He. Um, yeah. They seem to rate him. And obviously, um, he's been lured overseas, so he's definitely got the. Uh, I think he's still on the CFG, though, isn't he? Yeah, I think he, he went to um, yeah the CFG Indian team. Whatever that name is. Maybe <laughs> Steve Corica. Steve Corica. No, nah, he's he's already no, nah, he's already got a job with Auckland. Oh really? Oh yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. yeah. True, true, true. Well, you know, Jurgen Klopp's you know coming uh, free agent, so that could be a fun signing. What about Nick Montgomery? If he gets fired from Hibs. Is it looking that way? Oh, uh, actually. I don't know. Um, he was, uh, he's moved on to Oxford United, Des Buckingham. He's outside the city, ah, city okay. football family. Yeah. Hibernian have not uh, won in five games and they are currently seven. So. Yeah, well, Melbourne United. Victory haven't won in five either. And yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one, isn't it? They finally stopped drawing games, and instead of drawing one yeah. all, they lost 1-0 to MacArthur. Thanks in no small part to Philip Curdo, who had an I think I turned stop. that game off five, like one minute before MacArthur got the only goal. Pretty True, that's gold. Check out this shit. 30 shots for Melbourne victory, 66% possession, 9 shots on target compared to 6 shots for MacArthur and just the 1 on target, and MacArthur win 1-0. Wow. We should get uh, Popovich for a soccer is coach, I reckon. It'd just be like, he'd fit right in. Um, drawing all these games Media in Asia that we should be winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he'll have a crazy cup run, like he does. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, that's brutal. But, um, yeah, it does shake things up at the top of the table there. So, Wellington now uh, five points clear of Central Coast in top spot, so they're looking pretty. And MacArthur, all of a sudden, a third. Equal points with Central Coast. Oh, they have games in hand, though. Nah. Oh, Victory, Western Sydney, Sydney, Melbourne City, Adelaide, and Perth all have a game in hand, and Western United have two games in hand. Oh, they could get overtaken by um, 
They could get they McCarthy could drop down back to fifth. Regardless, they're putting together a pretty good season. So I'll ask you, Nick, like, can MacArthur go all the way this year? Are they that good, or is this just uh, a bit of a fairy tale? Oh, no, no. they could. They, they, I reckon they can make the penultimate week, but I don't see them making the grand final. Okay. Fair um, enough. Like, they're putting... I reckon... But I can hopefully... Um, like, they're a bit inconsistent this year, but in a positive way, you know, in a positive way, you yep. know. Um, like, uh, it's good to see... Uh, uh, Ulysses de Villa if yep. I hope I got that right yeah um, having Close a great enough. season injury free feels the difference last year between their form um, I mean Valais-Germain Valais-Germain has been yeah, very so good as good well it's good to see him retain and improve the squad yep. going into next year but I just don't see them getting past like a Central Coast or Wellington at the moment yeah totally fair and, and Melbourne victory has plenty of time to, to kick back into gear it's only one loss they've gotten Yes, exactly. And it came to MacArthur, of all teams. You love to see it. But uh, I think that wraps us up regarding the game, unless you guys have any more points you want to bring up. No, no, I'm happy to uh, to leave it there. Beautiful. Whip out the roses, whip out the chocolates, because it is Valentine's Day, fellas. It's that time of year. Romance is in the air. Uh, Each of us are going to pick a football club in the A-League that we want to give a Valentine's Day gift to. Just thought of you know, a little fun thing, something a little bit cheeky. Who knows? Uh, Nick, since that was your idea, pick first. Which team do you want to give a Valentine's Day gift to and which team will it be, sir? Alrighty, everyone. Oh, uh, call me Cupid. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm about to give one lucky A-League club a Valentine's Day present. Club I'd love to give a Valentine's Day present to... I'm going to give Western United my Valentine's Day present. Okay, what's it going to be? be? Uh, I'm going to give them temporary stands. You're generous. Um, uh, bitumen. Oh, yeah, okay. Seal the roads. Right. And I'm also going to give them four food vans and a coffee van. Ooh, four nice. food vans will be uh, an Indian one that has butter chicken, veggie curry, and samosas. Oh, nice, classic, yep. Yeah, you'll have a fish and chips and chi- fish and chip and fried chicken. Okay. You'll have the one that does the potatoes on a stick. Oh, classic. Yep. And then you'll have a what's another? Then you'll have a like a grilled barbecue chicken one. Zero souvlaki. Oh fuck, souvlakis. No souvlakis. Gotta have the soup. Brother. Man. You gotta have. Sorry, the mate. Soup. This is artificial out in the west. We don't. Uh... <laughs> We just assume Suvlakis are getting involved. Yeah, fair enough. I like that. That's a good shout. I reckon that'll go a long way to West United having some better fortunes. By the way, their more new like ground... An engagement present than a Valentine's Day present. Oh, I like it. It was more nice. Like it's very you generous. you your wedding wishing well. <laughs> yeah. Pretty expensive gift. Um, You're going all out, bro. Yeah, put it on the registry. <laughs> yeah, you're really trying to seduce John Aloisi here. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know if you boys saw, but their um their home ground, their regional training facility is finally complete, so they will have oh, a. I place went to past it on game. the train. It's not complete, brother. Okay. <laughs> the roads, the roads are all sealed. But I did see a lot of. I did see a lot of temporary fencing near the road reserve, so maybe they're gonna seal the roads. Okay. Andy, if you walk there, you'll be a lost case in the desert. <laughs> it is far from any. <laughs> it is far from any other building. Yeah, so one day it'll be surrounded by houses, but it's not at the moment. 
yeah. and they're playing games in March. That's a key point. March seventeenth. Yes, I saw the video of like the the preview of it, and you know it looks nice. The pitch looks nice. The one stand that's there looks pleasant enough. Like not a lot of seats, but you know they might be able to fill it up. Who who can tell? But the surrounding countryside is very morbid. It's really fucking morbid. It's just dirt. It's just nothing there. Much like their season, really. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they can contain what's on happening on their venue well, but they might. But what's going to be uh, critical is what's happening outside the venue, like getting to the game. Yeah. It's mm. like it's literally going to be like you drive, park, go home. Yeah. You probably get stuck in a traffic jam getting in and out because yeah. it's a dirt road still. Well, that's yeah. true as well. That's going to be... Like, who's letting this shit? Yeah. Uh, they must just be so desperate to, like, get stuff underway that they're just yeah. just happy to, like... They're just happy to have, like, a possible PR disaster when, yeah. like, people actually try to go to the game. Yeah. Think about when we went like, to KC Fields yeah. to watch Melbourne City play and how much of a pain in the ass it was to park in that little dirt thing they've got going. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, not the best. I don't... Yeah. I don't like Casey Fields. I think I've said it numerous times. I think if Melbourne City relocated, I agree with some people. It might sound like a savvy business plan on paper, but um, on a, when it comes to a boots on the ground effect, I think if Melbourne City were to relocate um, far away from where I live, I think it'd just be really hard to commit my emotional investment towards them. Totally fair. What about you, Andy? Do you have a football club you want to give a Valentine's Day rose to? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. I'm, oh, uh... He's blushing. He is. <laughs> nah, not at all, man. Um, Sorry, Mac. This is for you. <laughs> yeah, Mac's always my true Valentine. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Go on. <laughs> Roses are red. Violets are blue. I'm two yards out. I want to tap in for you. <laughs> nice, man. Nice. Really getting into Fuck it, hell, mate. <laughs> anyway. That's, that's pure romance, brother. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to give my Valentine's Day gift to Newcastle, and it's a pretty simple gift, albeit not cheap, and um, that's just to give them an owner. And I could say the same yeah. thing for Glory, but um, I yeah, I don't think you can understand how important it is to, to have that um, stability at the top and um, some financial backing, uh, very important in, yep. in this country, when um, money's not, you know, it doesn't grow on trees, so... Yeah, I um, uh, can't go into as much detail as Nick did with all his individual food trucks and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, just need to find some uh, some wealthy person or group that actually is willing to... Four man walk consortium. <laughs> Maybe one day, mate, when we make it real big, we'll have enough money to buy uh, buy the Jets and we'll, we'll uh, you know, we'll make them the best team uh, in the league outside of Melbourne City. So. Ah, this is my biggest pet peeve when watching Newcastle. I'm not too sure if it's the players, or like the players' personal preference, but their kits always look oversized. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's just like is it because they like blend in with the shorts too much? Like you can't tell where the yeah, shorts I reckon the shorts start because it's like pure white most of the time. I don't know. I reckon the Jets have the worst kit in the A League. Well, at least they got their kits right this weekend. Not not in the um their youth league. Are you forcing me to transition? <laughs> no, I'm not forcing you to Take transition. Way. Not just yet. Not just yet, because I too have a Valentine's Day gift to give. I want to wrap it all up in a nice little bow, chuck it in a box, big old love heart, a nice corny message that doesn't really mean anything, but we're going to do it anyway. I'm giving it, I mean, I would I would want to give one to West United as well, but I don't want to pile up. 
They've already got enough romance today. If it's unique enough, you can do it. We can right. be a love triangle. Just a, a small box. A small box with a piece of paper inside. And the piece of paper is a break contract clause for John Aloisi. <laughs> John, John, John Aloisi's release, release clause. Yes, uh, yes. And whatever money they need to, to finish that deal. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Or, um, or you can just uh, bribe John and Ross to swap places. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, John, you... I thought you had a beard, mate. What's going on? No, no, don't worry about it. I just had a shave, mate. It's fine. Yeah. And when he's at, at Shanghai Port, he's going to be like, fellas, when I scored the winning penalty, it's like, you didn't score a winning penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon that's what Jed Luisi does instead of actually coaching? He just tells stories about that penalty over and over and over again? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they just do penalty practice right. at training and that's, that's it. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. All right, Nick, you, you kind of alluded to it just before, but if I'm not mistaken, you probably have a peak moment for me, yes? I just want to discuss what PK League is, okay? Peak. 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 A League peaks. That's PK League. Uh-huh. Peak A League is not when there's a skill error. Not when, it's not when something yeah, silly happens. That's that's the Shut up, traditional peak alien. Shut up, shut up. It, it, it's when something through through a series of layers, layers, institutional layers, something so absurd happens, stupid that it could only happen in the A League because it's just. It's just not it. Okay. So. Okay. To Daniel McBrain or whoever it was. <laughs> I don't even know. That said, this is what the internet people call PK League. You said that to get the clicks, my friend. Okay. And. Okay. Mate, He's tell me, I've that. seen. Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of Fernando Torres? I have. Have, have you ever heard of uh, uh, what's his name, Alvaro Morata? Yes. And uh, Timo Werner. They've all made misses like that in the Premier League. That bad, though? Yes. Not... Yeah, well... well yeah, I'm sure. It's the Premier League. It's a shit league, so... It's yeah, probably <laughs> worse. Mate, if it... If it... Mate. If it was so good, then why is it, why is it on overnight? Yeah. You can't... You can't yeah, but, yeah, but this is literally being dubbed the miss of the century. Unless, unless you live in Perth, you can't eat dinner and watch the Premier League. True. That's why they put the A-League in the Australia. Yeah, mate. Um, that's not it. There's a few nominations this week. We've had to yep. nominate to get through this. Yep. <laughs> a big week. First off, I'm never going to feel bad about leaving my toothbrush at home when I travel. <laughs> <laughs> never. I'm never, ever going to feel bad when I'm looking for something from JB Hi-Fi and I put in the wrong store. <laughs> I'm never, ever, ever going to feel bad when I go to work with the wrong clothes on. <laughs> Man walks up to his office job in a full tracksuit. suit. a set of clothes from the other office. 
Amazing. Mm-hmm. From our rival, from 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 our rival, rival office. office. <laughs> your rival office. <laughs> I'm never ever ever gonna feel bad when I need to get a kids TV show to explain the rules of my work. Oh wait, that's the NFL. Uh, the <laughs> NFL moment of the week, lads. Say it with me. Players do not touch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is. But there's three nominations. <laughs> it was a tough call. It was a tough call, but... I'm Say what you mean, spit it out. I'm still undecided. But I'm going to give it to the bus driver. Okay. Well deserved. On Saturday, Arvo. On Saturday... See... These stories won't make the Premier League. It's a bad miss. It's football. You're going to like shoot on your wrong foot sometimes. That's not peak A-League. Peak A-League is when you have a bus drive. When, when, you, you, when a team changes venues from one side of the city to another um, because they're upgrading the facilities and the information so miscommunicated that the bus driver is given the wrong address and gets shows up to a ground with probably tumbleweeds for it because it's, according to <laughs> Melissa Barbieri, it's been abandoned for, for a few months now since they uh, finished their lease. So, so, so desolate that a bus driver so AWOL will not listen to his clients, his customers, his passengers on the bus. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the worst part. To say, <laughs> to say, to say you're going to the wrong venue. So insane that, that <laughs> happened. That delayed kickoff, yeah? That had delayed kickoff. Yeah, I will hour, say, I unforeseen circumstances was the, was, the, was the catchphrase of Saturday. So that's my PK League moment. But this, I could be back here at the end of the year and those could be my nominees yeah. for yeah. PK League moment of the year. We could, I just could be yeah. rehashing. I could like just Paddy Woods miss West United failing to take the right kits to their away game and the bus driver could absolutely be... Oh, no. No, 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 no. Paddy Wood's not nominated, mate. Oh. I'm back Paddy Wood. Okay. He's, he's, he's got great hair and great gameplay. He does not have good hair. Um, it's it's great because um, white colours um, reflect heat, so he's going to have a cool head when it's hot. True. Okay, fair um, enough. I'll give you that. That's but, very smart. Um, yeah, it's it's just energy efficient. Um, but no, it's uh, the nominees were uh, Wellington Phoenix kits, um, mm-hmm. West United being at fault, the bus driver, and um, the MacArthur youth wearing the Newcastle Jets kits. <laughs> yep, fair enough. Uh, but um, and anywho, um, yeah, it's just. Uh, it's been a good week. It, it reminds me of like when I tell my dad, oh, you shouldn't go down that way. It's going to be a lot of traffic. And he just ignores me then. <laughs> get stuck in traffic. <laughs> okay. All right. Before we get into a tangent on Bill Brazier, shout out to the homie. One time. Legendary guy. Good company at the cricket. Uh, we should pivot. That was very good, Nick. Thank you. Into the news because there have been a couple of big stories. No, not the same amount as we've had the past few weeks, which is probably nice because... We don't want a too, too long a podcast today. Everyone's a little bit tired. But the uh, APL penned an open letter to A-League fans this week, kind of uh, laying out a few things that they're excited about, explaining the whole you know layoff situation, which you know, 
we already knew that they kind of fucked it up at the start and now they're just trying to kind of like backtrack and save some money fair enough but um they mentioned a crowds across the a-league men are up over 10 percent or on last season big ups um the liberty a-league had a record-breaking uh, weekend of attendance last week with over 200,000 spectators. And memberships have grown by 669% this season, which is huge. Uh, television audiences for A-League men are up 9% compared to last season. And the Liberty has seen a 120% growth on 10 play with every game live and free. Uh, the games, you know, we've seen some pretty good football this season. We've also seen a record number of match minutes for under-23 players. So I'll ask you boys both... Of those stats, what's kind of the most exciting? What puts the biggest smile on your face? I'll start with you, Andy, because Nick is on his phone. Oh, I'm writing down my PK League moment of the week. Look here. <laughs> see? These are uh, where I keep yeah, my I PK see, League okay. moments Fair enough. My okay. bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. But I'll start with you, Andy, regardless. Um, You're going to have to repeat the question to me, though. Yeah, look, there's some good numbers in there. Um, I think the numbers are, well, for me, they were surprising in that um, just the general feel of how the A-Leagues have been going recently, um, you know, it doesn't feel like things are, have been going up over the past few years, but um, the numbers tell a different story, which is good, um, especially in the women's, yeah. which, um, you know, I guess we sort of expected after the Women's World Cup, and it is good to see and hopefully it continues. Mm. But, um, yeah, I think it's uh, definitely one of the main things out of that, um, best things to see was the... Uh, crowd figures up by what ten percent? I think you said, is that right? Ten percent, yeah, yeah, yeah 10%, which is um, which is good. Um, and yeah, in recent weeks as well, I feel like um, across the board they seem to have lifted since the start of the season. So, um, so that's something. Um, yeah, it's probably maybe as well as um, getting the the extra minutes. I think you said it's a record number of minutes in under twenty three players. Yeah, was that across um, men's and women's, or or does it say? I'm not too sure. They didn't specify. Mm. It could be combined. Either way, it's... Uh, if it's combined, I think that... No, it's A-League men specifically. It's A-League oh, okay. Because uh, the women's... Like, some clubs like Western United were breaking... Or OS and Sydney were breaking their, uh, like, youngest player record, like, week off, like, a few mm. weeks, a few yeah. repeat efforts in a row. And it was, like, good at first. It was, like, oh, 15, 15, and 15 years, five months. And it was, like, 15 years and four months. And then at a point, it was, like... You just like like what kind of that says about the depth if we're Ah oh, I guess you could play it that way if you want to be cynical about it, yeah. Nicholas. Jesus yeah, but I mean but like but future. I mean like if you got yeah. fifteen year olds that can play at the top level at fifteen, give them a few more years and development and that could be something special. You never know. What were you doing at fifteen, Andy? Not playing in the A League, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> He was playing was bloody French front. cricket out the front. <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah. Probably with Selena. Probably. Fair chance. And Baz. Boz. <laughs> Andy, you got to send me those Boz. photos of Orita. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did take them. I just forgot to send them to you. Anyway, that's a topic for us. Just make sure to only of the house. No other photos. Okay. <laughs> they also insist that they're already planning for the next year's iteration of Unite Rounds. Yes, so yes. Oh, yeah. Nice. Boys trip again. Boys yeah, trip. Tour. Yeah. I think they should. So they should I'll be planning it now. You know, they, they need to make it bigger and better this year, as we've discussed uh, just after the Unite you know, Round this year. 
hopefully, uh, yeah, they're, they're putting some serious thought into what they're going to do. The trust side of the equation might be a bit testy. We'll see how we go once we get closer to the date. Exactly right. Bit of a don't cat in chickens before they've hatched. And it's not over till the fat lady sings. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it type beat. Another big news story. Uh, stats suggest that female participation in soccer will grow by a third this season. Uh, off the back of the Matilda's success last year. Football yeah. officials claim that $2.9 billion in infrastructure spending is required to bring the country's grassroots facility facilities to an acceptable level. Hey, it's not who's even... footing that bill? I, well, that's the question, isn't it? That's not even you know a good level. That's an acceptable level. That's what that's the word that they used. Now, uh, two hundred yeah. million has been granted already as part of the government's Play Our Way Women's Sport Facilities Grant program, but there's still two point seven bill left to spend. Uh, so, this question's too close to work industry related, and I'm not giving out my uh, opinion for free. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pay you for this, Nicholas. <laughs> He's on the payroll of the four men wall, everyone. The only one of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, no, it's Western United are probably right, but... <laughs> <laughs> but are you more excited by the fact that, that, you know, there's that level of interest in the sport, or are you oh, kind of yeah, disappointed sure. at the you know amount of work we need to put into our facilities? Uh, you could always play catch-up. Yeah? Um, what... Uh, it's probably more important I'd like to see them address is like the registration fees. Yeah, 100%. Because, um, because like, I think that's like a more straightforward issue to go after. Because like you're talking about infrastructure and, and, and like, you know, buildings and like land, very complicated because it's competing interests. Uh, I think if, if you can tackle registration... Uh, get, give more opportunities to people who might originally miss out just due to financial um, circum- circumstances. Yeah. Uh, we could be losing great talents that we would never heard of. Yeah, it's a fair point. It's a very um, fair point. I, I mean, that, but I guess like that's just like the, the, that's like a bit of a plenty of fish in the sea school of thought, but... but Need more money. If, if, if not from a selfish national development perspective... All kids get to have fun on their weekends if we make registration cheaper. Absolutely. And a kid having fun is um, is what and having fun is what matters at that age. And the, it's the pure joy of life, brother. And joy is an act of resistance. is a beautiful thing. Albanese, front the cash. Let's fucking go. But you know the FA did a report or an audit into the country's you know, facilities recently, and they found that only two in five clubs change rooms are female friendly, um, which is you know a, a shame. Uh, just over half of the nation's fields are characterized as having a good playing surface, while one in four, sorry, while two in three have substandard drainage. Uh, more than two thirds of fields have lights, but barely a quarter have the illumination level recommended for playing matches. So these yeah. are just kind of like a few of the things that need to be addressed. You know what in my the opinion. FFA should do? Mm. They should like say, oh, we're becoming, we're going to have a netball club. Uh, and our netball club's going to be based all over the country. Uh, and then so the government can build all these uh, amazing netball facilities and then be like, psych, this is for football. <laughs> that's a jab at the that's, Collingwood yeah. Football Club. Yeah, no, yeah, I know what you're doing there, bro. Take that, that office. We invented that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Andy's owning it, bro. <laughs> He's like, that's that's the loophole we found. The FFA can't, sorry, the FA can't just copy us. That's some bullshit. No, we should be like, um, we should be like, um, we should be like, oh yeah, it's um, it's Australian football. Yeah, that's that's our club. Um, and, and be like, you said it was it was Aussie rules. It's like, no, no, no. We said it's an Australian football club. <laughs> True. Tricky wording. It's like. Yeah, we're playing. We're playing. Um, we're playing. Um, we're playing the national game on. Um, we're playing the national game on a rectangular surface. Yeah, we need we need money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good old rugby league. It's like, no, 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 no. National game by participation. <laughs> good old rugby league. Rugby league. Rugby league. Right, and it's obviously it's hard for us to speculate where that money could possibly come from. Yeah, it's above us. our pay I should pay just grade. line my pockets up. I'll, I'll, I'll reinvest in. I'll reinvest responsibly. They just, you know, give me the money first. Yeah, trust you're going to buy property, mate. We we know that. <laughs> Four man wall studios. <laughs> yes. Oh, a studio would be nice. I'm not going to lie to you. I think you can get. I think there's some libraries that have studios. By the way, <laughs> are we all going to drive from different parts of the bloody city to meet up at a studio though? No comment. Just, um, just get Damo. <laughs> just yeah, convince Damo. Yeah, he's, he's, he's is Damo driving from Shepparton, bro? <laughs> uh, we'll see how we go. Regardless, I reckon that wraps up the news. We should pivot into Split the Wall. This is the segment where two of my lovely co-hosts, just the two of them today, Andy and Nick, will debate a topic of my choosing one singular question with typically a yes or no answer, although it's a little bit different today. The reigning champion, I believe, is Damo. He's not here, which is a bummer. Nice. Nicely done. But um, I'm not too sure who I want to go first. Nick, you won most recently, so I'll let you pick first if you want. What's to. the question? That's kind of important. Who is the Australian Messi? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a classic. Each, time. each co-host gets a minute to argue their case, and then the opposing co-host isn't it, buffs. Isn't it that guy that um, plays for Geelong in the ASL? Isn't he the uh, Australian Messi? Ryan Myers. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Myers. How are we doing? Past, present. Past, present, future, like some parameters here, you know? Yeah, any Australian football player ever. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Three, two, one, hit me. <laughs> oh, for the love of Christ, mate. The Australian Messi is Daniel Arzani. Okay. Uh, specifically, the period of time between... 2018 World Cup warm-up games and the 2018 World Cup case closed. It's a very niche timeline. <laughs> Highest ceiling ever and then like lowest output after the World Cup. <laughs> Nothing more to add. That's it. It could have done anything. <laughs> so what's that, a period about a month? Yeah. He was here <laughs> for a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, unique response from Nicholas. Andy, do you reckon you can do better? Shit, I hope so. 
Ankle highs, Jamie McLaren. <laughs> hey, Jamie hasn't scored a goal in six games, mate. He's he's washed. I bet Messi has gone six games without a goal at some point in his career. Never, never, never once. All right, Andy, you ready to go? Yeah, mate. Let's do it. All right. Well, beautiful. I'm here to tell you three, why. Three, no, two, one, go. There we go. All righty. So yes, the Australian Messi is Marco Tilio. And there's a few reasons for this. Um, one, he's uh, he's got an output period of more than a month at, at, at the top level. <laughs> so that's a good start. Um, he's he's short, like he's short like Messi himself. So he ticks that box. Um, Nick, Nick stop playing soundtracks. You're distracting me. <laughs> um, <laughs> he when he was sold. Uh, Celtic, he broke the um, Australian record for the for the uh, outgoing transfer fee. So he's at that point in time, you know, he's touted as the the top talent money wise uh, in Australian history. And he, I would argue that he plays like Messi as well. You know, he's he's quick, he's uh, he's agile, that low center of gravity, long runs down the field, weaving in uh, around defenders and scoring goals from all over the park. He just uh, yeah, reminds me uh, so much of Messi. Oh. Wow, two very different responses. Yeah, it's an Nick, short, concise. Short, and point. he wants to go log off and have his chips in chalk. <laughs> Andy went deep. Andy had the pen in his hand, looking like a goddamn analyst yeah. out here. I like that. That's an effort. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> you are smart, Andy. You're beautiful and Stop smart. It. I'm coming Black for you. So hey, Andy. Watch out. <laughs> What um state? <laughs> what state is Kansas City in? Kansas. <laughs> it's Kansas State. Kansas City. Um, Kansas. Oh, Jashan, you no, tell no. me. Yes, it's. I believe it's in Kansas. No, it's oh, in really? Missouri. Uh, really? Yes, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. America. <laughs> That's dumb. It. it. Is yeah. Kansas a state? But thanks for congratulating me with the win, Jashan. Oh my god, the capital of Kansas is Topeka. And, and, that makes and, no sense. And Kansas City is in Missouri. It's like it's next to Kansas, but it's in Missouri. That makes that's no really confusing sense. And... That's daft. Yes. Regardless, there's only one winner here because only one person put effort in. It's got to be Andy. I liked your point about the money. I liked your point about uh, his low center of gravity. Last act from yourself, brother. Thank you very much. I think that wraps us up. For tonight, another good episode. We're all quite tired, so maybe the energy was a bit low, but I thought we discussed our points well, eloquently. Fucking four, way go. What? I had some good takes today, cunt. This is a <laughs> high output day for me. This is like, this is like my high altitude training. <laughs> you did do, do some good takes. I'm again, I'm proud of you. It was good. <laughs> but uh, regardless, you can check us out on. Online Hub Media and the four dot four man dot wall on Instagram for some good cheeky content that will definitely be up this week as opposed to last week and www.onlinehubmedia.com for all the podcasts. www.keepup.com.au slash four man wall. Keep up? That yeah, exist, sure. Keep up? Nah. nah, I actually bought the Keep Up domain. It's, it's ours now. <laughs> Jeez, we're doing well. That'd be funny. Nah, I feel, yeah. nah, that wouldn't. That's not how these businesses work. It's probably just going to redirect that, redirect to A leagues, right? Hundred percent. Regardless, this has been the four. This has been the four man wall. Thank you all.
regardless, the topic for today, and this is this is based on again a Reddit post that I oh. saw. Basically. <laughs> you're getting sent to the net. You're getting. You're going to be put on a ship and be sent sent to a penal colony. What is? What? You're a content okay. thief. Okay. All right. Calm down.